Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Robson Civil, 60 years of family culture. Join the Robson Civil Projects team for the opportunity of a lifetime. You're listening to Saturdays on the Coast on SEN Track. Welcome back to the basketball, the under-12 rep carnival, John Martin carnival run by Basketball New South Wales and the under-12s here, the under-18s at Niagara Park. Basketball players right around New South Wales, the Illawarra, in Bathurst as well, in Maitland, in the Hunter Valley. And Butes, you've got to love grassroots sport, don't you? Ah, uh, mate, most definitely. It's great to see the young kids out here doing their bit, their first taste of representative basketball, um, and to be able to do it here on the Central Coast doesn't get much better. Hey, let's welcome, well, I don't know that we call him our third wheel, no. but he's kind of the backbone of the show, particularly when one of us is away. Mm-hmm. The guru, Gary Birkinshaw, welcome back to Saturdays on the Coast. Good morning, Steve. Good morning, Buchek. Great to be back. Uh, doing a fantastic job as always. Yeah. Wait, wait, we can call him Sellies because he fills in the gaps. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, you like that? Yeah, yeah, he sure yeah. does. Fills in the gaps. But Sellies instead of the Guru. Yeah, yes, exactly. Hey, Guru, <laughs> uh, mate, I sent you a text on Thursday night, and it's not too often that I really tee off on the show, but I said to Butes earlier, we were discussing officiating in the NRL, and then I said, in the AFL this week, I think it hit rock bottom where I've just gone, that'll do me, and I switched off. Now, I want to bring up a couple of these. So the tackle on Nick Blakey on Thursday night. You're at the SCG because Buddy plays his 350th. Now, the tackle, absolutely textbook perfect, holding the ball free kick, but it goes to Sydney. Dan Butler's been rubbed out for one week. And, mate, it's a sad day for the game that I absolutely love. Now, John Longmire has said afterwards that he went off for an HIA, but he stayed off because John Longmire thought it was he couldn't afford the 15 minutes. Mm-hmm. He needed to get somebody back on there to make a decision quickly, and he said Blakey also had a toe injury. But the point of the matter is you've got to brace yourself for contact in AFL. And it can come from anywhere. Yes. And the tackle was perfect. But now the guy from St Kilda who made it, Dan Butler, has been rubbed out for a week. Firstly, Burko, give me your thoughts on that one. Yeah, look, there's another, there's a couple one, another one just pretty well much straight after it. It just opened up a real can of worms at the moment. Because I think also you've got now where some of the players are actually you know, accentuating the, the head movement towards the ground in, in, to try and get a free kick. Not get the player suspended, but to try and get a free kick. And and, uh, and you're right there. It's just, it's just really having a can of worms. They've gone oh. really the other way. And there's, there's, there's another one last night. Where you probably didn't see the Western Bulldogs with Marcus Montempelli, who is one of the most um, high-profile players in the game. He actually had a Port uh, Adelaide player actually ran into him. Had his head over the ball. Montempelli was just standing still. And now he's been, he's under the scrutiny now for, for head-eye contact. So it's just... It's a litigation thing, guys. That's what it is now. Is it? It's oh. awesome. well, you know what? I've got to tell you, Burko, it's always a, it is always a concern for me. It is always a concern for me when you have players 
that are exaggerating, right, their movements towards the ground. We've seen it. If the AFL are doing it, players are doing it, just to get a penalty, it makes no sense in the middle. The NRL players used to do it, and some still do it, in relation to the lifting tackle. They'll duck their head and whatever else to try and get a penalty, right? Well, it makes no sense to me at all that a penalty is worth risking some sort of serious injury to yourself, right? It is just absolutely ridiculous. Well, that decision on the tackle, it tipped me over the edge the other night, and I said, okay, that's it. So we switched off. But there was one earlier. There was a mark to Max King, I think it was, the St. Kilda forward. It was juggled at best, and then he dropped it, and they paid a mark. Now, when Burko and I played the game, you need a glue on your fingers. Yeah. It had to stick. You couldn't be Edward Scissorhands and be paid a mark. <laughs> so, so that was a bad, bad one as well. But then last night, Burko, I want to get your thoughts on this. Since when can the Ruckman not drive high jump style into the Ruck contest? I mean, that's the way I always played the game. And last night it became a, a free kick to Port Adelaide. Tim English, the offender. When I saw that, I've just gone, that will do me. And you're right there, Stephen. The worst part about it, that one is, is the club... How did you see it, Burko? Yeah, well, I agree with you. And the thing at the moment, Steve, is what's happening is the clubs are putting in undersized players to play in the ruck. So the physical advantage that Tim English had is taken out because he can't put your knee up in the ruck now. So it takes away one of the arts of ruck work. And... Yeah, it, it was just, well, most of the free kicks and rucks are hard to understand anyway, but no, I totally agree with what you're saying, and I think the officiating at the moment, I just think the AFL has just made it so hard for the umpires just in, in, the, in their interpretation of the rules and what they want, and it's, you know, it's hard enough to umpire the best of times, let alone with all, with all these extra burdens I think that's been placed on the umpires. Yeah, I'll make one more comment. So the game has always been about man-on-man matchups, and now, you know, women-on-women matchups. So it was a real contest. But now I just feel like the whistle is going far too often. Let the great players play. Let them go at each other. Don't try to find something technical. Yeah. You know, it's becoming very, very hard to watch. 